Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. gentlemen welcome back to another very special as always episode of the hyperconscious podcast we hope you enjoyed our latest five minute clinic where alan and i sat down and talked all about trade-offs today we are going to do a small talks episode on the word commitment so whether it is committing to big dreams or committing to habits or committing to be a better version of yourself or relationships i am going to talk about relationships and uh, commitment in relationships because that is something that is very near and dear to my heart right now so but but before we do that we are going to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com and click on... No, folks, so we actually just changed the website up a bit. All of the whiteboarding that we've done of all these different courses are now available on the tab videos on the website. And if you click on that, it's all free now. You can go through and look at the titles and figure out what you're going through. And then I guarantee you there's a tool that you can leverage in your tool belt in that... Uh, videos section. Also, I was going to wait till the end, but we're just going to do it now. So if you do go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com and you click join hyperconscious nation, instead of the email list, we are now going to be doing a Facebook group. So the emails were great and we got good feedback on them, but we were really unable to have a back and forth with you guys. And I'm sure it seems at times like we're talking, you're, you're listening to just the microphone and we want it to be us. Yeah. We want to be able to communicate with you. We want to know what you're going through so we can make the content better and we want to build a community of people who want to become hyperconscious. And a lot of our, our listeners and our clients want to have impact on other people. So that is our goal with this Facebook group, to be able to have you guys connect and, and share your stories and talk to each other and take the most amount of value possible. That is our goal. So if you go to the, uh, the website, click hyper, little, 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 join Hyperconscious Nation, it'll take you to the Facebook Oh my God. <laughs> the Facebook through. group instead of the mailing list. Folks, I want to be really transparent mm. here. The truth is this personal development is not necessarily as common as we'd probably all like it to be. Um, and the, the path less traveled is inherently a little more lonely, but it doesn't have to be. If you create a dream team of like-minded people, there is nothing... We just did an episode on support, which we'll be dropping on Monday. Yes. 
next Monday. Uh, it was a five-minute clinic. But after talking about support, it's so critical to have people around you who are like-minded, who have big goals and dreams, who want to be better human beings, and who are actively working on themselves, who are self-aware and into personal development. And that's why we're creating this Facebook group as well. We want you to not only connect with us and for us to connect with you, but we want you guys to connect with each other because I know what it was like to be really hardcore into personal development when no one around me was, and it was really, really lonely. And I want you guys to team up and, and you know make each other better. So as Alan gets the definition of commitment out and gets ready to read it... Um if I seem a little bit off, it is because Alan and I are both unbelievably overwhelmed right now, but we are committed to making sure we keep dropping and hammering these episodes. When we say we're going to do four episodes a week, we're going to do four episodes a week, no matter what it takes. We literally just did an interview before this that I don't think is going to see the light of day because it it wasn't aligned with our values. We'll just put it that way. And it was an hour and a half of deep talk and deep thought, so... I am already a little bit fried, but again, this is what commitment is. When you say you're going to do something, whether it's be a better husband or be a better father or go to the gym or change your life or whatever it is, when you commit to something, the circumstances don't matter. It's the commitment that truly matters. It's are you willing to stay in alignment with the person that you said you were going to? When you sign your name to something, you do it, and that's what commitment is all about, so we are going to talk about that today. All right, folks, so there's a bunch of different definitions on dictionary.com, my app here. Two of them, three of them actually, out of the four that I'm going to read, actually use the word commitment in it. Classic. So it is what it is. Number one is the act of committing. Number two is the state of being committed, which I like that one because it is a state of being that doesn't waver. Uh, the act of committing, pledging, or engaging oneself into something. Like and then pledging, the, the fourth one is my favorite. A pledge or a promise. An obligation. I like the word obligation, an obligation to oneself. Um, And those are the four definitions. But like Kevin said, so there's a commitment that I wanted to mention. And I have a bunch of questions here for Kevin. But first, I want to say this. Four years ago, I was taking a program called The Lessons of Mastery by Tony Robbins. And I still have this saved in my Dropbox to this day. It was an audio, like it was like a three-minute thing. And it's called Kanai. Hashtag C-A-N-I exclamation point, I added the hashtag, but it's a commitment to constant and never-ending improvement. That is a commitment and obligation that I made to where every single day, no matter what, I must improve in some way. I've talked a lot about uh, the 1000X rule on this podcast, but I think this is important. One of the commitments that you should make that will change your life probably more than anything is a commitment to Kanai, a commitment to constant and never-ending improvement. If you improve by 0.01% per weekday, every five days a week, 52 weeks a year, that compounds, the numbers compound to 26% year over year, which then compounds to over 1,000%. If I told you that in 10 years from today, you could be literally 1,000% better than you are right now by improving one-tenth of 1% every single day, Imagine how wonderful your life would be if you were a thousand percent better. That's what we want for you this decade. My goodness. Hmm. All right. So Alan is talking about commitment when it comes to getting better. But I think one thing that we are lacking in today's day and age is commitment when it comes to relationships. It's easy to be in a relationship, but how committed are you to being the best version of yourself? And this is something that I actually talked to Taryn, my beautiful girlfriend, about before we did this episode. And I said, you know... I could easily, and I've done this in the past, I could easily just say, well, I'm in a relationship now and Mm. change nothing. 
Right. Just try to be a good person to that to my significant other, to try to listen, to try to that's not enough for me. I don't want to just I don't want an average relationship. I don't want an average anything, honestly. Mm-hmm. And in order to have something that's extraordinary, you have to put in extraordinary work. And when it comes to a relationship, it doesn't just work. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just it's not as easy as they make it look in the movies. It shouldn't be. Nothing is. Right. Nothing is as easy as they make it look. Because if it was as easy as it looked, everybody would just jump into it and do it. Right. And there would be no reason to get better. If you want a relationship that blows you out of the water, if you want communication that is next level, if you want intimacy that you're always excited to take part in, you have to commit to being the best version of yourself. You have to commit to being vulnerable. You have to commit to having communication when it, it's not easy. And that's the most important time to have good communication. Mm, hands down. When, and it's the hardest time. Exactly. But yeah. when everything's easy, you and I can communicate, oh, everything's great. Yeah, right. But when we're burning down, that's when you really have to rely on your commitment. Because if you rely on your training, and your training is to avoid problems then you're not going to get anywhere. So you have to commit to being the best version of yourself. And I think in a relationship, that means you know, driving the extra half hour when you know your significant other might be struggling. Right. Staying up on the phone when that your significant other might be struggling. Communicating to that person when you know that communication matters. And then checking in with yourself and saying like, am I taking the easy way out right now? Mm. Am I just existing? Am I just sliding through this relationship? Am I complacent with this relationship. You wanted this relationship. Did you want a regular one or did you want a next level one? I wrote for three months before I reconnected with Taryn that I had and I am grateful for my next level relationship with my beautiful girlfriend. I wrote that not every night. It would sound good as a teaser clip if I said every night, (laughs) but I didn't. I didn't do it every night. I slacked a little bit, but when I did do it, I meant that. And now that I have that, I don't plan on letting that go. I don't plan on letting this life I've created go. I'm committed to this life. I'm committed to this podcast. I'm committed to my girlfriend, my friends, and accomplishing this dream. And that's why it comes out of me as passionately as it does. And I want the same for you. So I don't know if we've ever said this on the podcast. I really enjoy what you just said there. I appreciate that. Um, But one thing that I think is really, really important to realize about commitment is that you're going to get out of life what you're willing to put in. I think that how can you expect to have an extraordinary life when you don't put forth extraordinary effort? Yeah. How do you expect to have an extraordinary relationship without putting extraordinary effort? You know, and I think that that's that's a huge thing to uh, really drive home here. So I have some questions for Kevin. Um, the first one is, what is the difference to you between a commitment and a and a want? Oh my goodness! I think we want a lot of stuff, but what are we committed to? That's a different thing. And then the second part of the oh, question no, 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 is, no, 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 I can only do one at a time. You, trust me, it's oh, for the listeners. Okay, it's for the listeners. Okay, 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 okay. Anything for the listeners. The first one is right. <laughs> See, he's committed to the listeners. Committed. See what I did there? What is the difference to you between a commitment and a want? And how do we help the listeners decipher between the two and make sure they are committed to their own essentials? It's a big one. Yeah, you're going to have to repeat the second one. I will. That's the first one. All right, so the difference between a commitment and a want? Yes. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. The the biggest difference between a commitment and a want is when you are committed to something, you literally handcuff yourself to that result, to that goal, to that action, to that personality shift, whatever it is. Standard. I want Hmm. a lot of things. Right. I want a lot of things. I am committed to do what it takes to get them. I want a successful podcast. I want 
coaching clients. I want to do speeches. In order to do that, I have to be committed to becoming the best version of myself. Some of the things you want, you will only get if you stay committed to something greater. And some of the things you want, you'll never have. I think that's, I think that's kind of part of life. Interesting. But it, want is, uh, you could do without. Commitment is something that is non-negotiable. Right. One's a must. Yeah. And the other one is like a, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, it's something that How you... How do you know when you're in one or the other? What, like, what's something that you want versus something that you, like, as a must, like, that you're committed to? You know what I mean? No, yeah, I like, do. Give me a, a, a Kevin Palmieri's version of, like, that would be nice versus, like, this is happening no matter what. Uh, I don't know. Because everything kind of is. Right. <laughs> everything kind of is. Go to past Kevin, then. He had a bunch of must be nices without him even knowing it. What, what, okay, let me rephrase the question. Let's let's do this. The old Kevin before the Hyperconscious podcast, you said was living a life of existence rather than by design. Yes. Okay, you say yes. that all the time. Yep. Okay. What's something that you thought you were committed to that you were actually kind of just something you wanted? I thought I was committed to a next level relationship. Okay. So that's perfect. So your new perception, your new awareness, you, you don't think you really were. I know I wasn't. Okay, why? Because I was, again, okay, this is, I was so focused on maintaining what I had that I was never trying to get better. I, I wasn't, like, if things were okay, it was okay. If I could just get through the day with this person, that was fine. It wasn't an extraordinary relationship. I wasn't an extraordinary person. You know, and and... That's why I always say, like, looking back, I, I do not blame or fault the person for leaving me. I, I, didn't, I wasn't holding up my end of the deal. Do you, you believe that that was your doing? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I'm sure, I mean, obviously it takes two, right. but I take, I'll take 99% of it. Okay, so do you believe that she was putting forth more effort than you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I Did she have do. a higher standard for, for relationships than you? I guess, uh, let me rephrase to make it for the listeners. So, was she committed to something more than you in terms of the relationship? It's interesting, man, because my commitment was... It's, it's, it's interesting because... Right, where you put your commitment matters. My commitment was like, right. I'll move up to New Hampshire with you. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay for whatever has to get paid for. I'll, I was committed when it came to those things. Like I was on the road, and I'll be very honest and upfront like I had plenty of opportunities to cheat if I wanted to right you know I, I we were out at bars and we were throwing the money around it didn't but yeah. it never crossed my mind it was never like I'm gonna cheat okay you know I'm committed to this person right but the problem was I wasn't always committed to their their experience in the relationship sometimes I fell back on my own comfort zones and I didn't try to expand my comfort zones with them right so you said earlier that you have a want let's say you wanted a great relationship, but what you have to commit to is something deeper. Yeah. So what is something you wish you had committed to that would have made that relationship work? And obviously you don't have any regrets because you're happy. Right, right. But like this is for the listeners to like learn from. It would just be getting out of my comfort zone. Honestly. Your own personal growth? Yeah. Right. It just small stuff. Like I just wanted to stay in my comfort zone. Even to, to this day, like, now hopefully Taryn doesn't get mad at me, but um, <laughs> she'll say certain things like, well, I understand if, you're, if you don't want to go do this because it's out of your comfort zone. Yeah. But I'll literally say like, no, I have to do this. I overheard that conversation. Right. Yeah. I have to do this because if I don't, don't let me slide on my bullshit. Don't let me revert to my training. Yeah. Don't I remember let me, you saying Don't that. let me slide. I, I, this is what I wanted. I'll, I have to figure it out. Right. I have to figure it out. I'll be mad at myself if I don't. I will regret that. And I do believe that one of the reasons why we have an intimate relationship is to help they help us see things about ourselves that we cannot see. Yeah. And they help us get outside our comfort zone and grow. 
So I would I, I often say this. I say a genuine desire of the heart is what I believe is the thing that will get us to become the person we were meant to be. So like because you want to be a good boyfriend to Taryn, it's gonna force you to become a greater man yeah. for the for the world. I always say beyond that. that. Every night, right? so I stole this, I kinda stole this from you. Every single night, whether she's with me or we're apart, we say what we're grateful for each other before bed. Ah, every, the gratitude game. Every single night. Right. And one of the things that I'm grateful for regarding her is she makes me a better man. I want to be a better man. I don't, I, good enough is not for me. Right. And it's never been, but now I have like the ultimate why power, mm. you know? And again, like guys, I dated Taryn a couple, three years ago. Right. And I couldn't handle it. We should, we should probably figure out why that is. Because okay, she what was more hyper-conscious than I was. Why? I don't know because she wanted to be right because she was more aware at that point you weren't committed to your personal development yet I didn't have I was there was no personal development right this podcast wasn't a thing no I remember saying to you that and I've met Taryn and and she's incredible so shout out to Taryn Um, but I remember saying to you like I don't think that version of Kevin could sustain that this relationship you're experiencing now right I couldn't so if you want things, and for the listeners out there, if you if you have a genuine desire for an extraordinary relationship and to really be deeply in love, I'll just use myself as an example because I've I've experienced a level of love that I don't think I had the skills to sustain, and I wasn't as committed as I I wish I was more committed to communication. I wish I had gone to couples counseling earlier. I, and again, you know, fail forward. Right. You know, I'm right. the man I am today because of those failures. Like I've learned from them and and their lessons, and that is what it is. That is life, but like, if I had been more committed to my own personal development in terms of listening, understanding physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, understanding her and her needs, empathetic listening, the five love languages, then I would be able to still sustain that level of love. So one of the things I want to bring to the listeners is that your experience of extraordinary will be predicated on your level of commitment to that thing or that person or that dream or that goal or that desire. Now this is this is so again we went down some some deeper paths there but for you if you're listening or watching this this is how you know you're not committed. If you say I want to lose 20 pounds by the end of the year and you don't follow through. That's that is a want. If you told your son or daughter I am going to lose 20 or 30 pounds, so I feel comfortable taking you to the beach this year. That is a commitment. Tell somebody else you want to do it, and that is far more of a commitment than just a want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One more question. I think we, again, we're... Are we over? Of course we are. It went by so fast. Okay, so one of the other questions that I had written down was this. What are some things that you... Oh, no. Next one. Sorry. Jeff them. Jeff them. Okay, here's the one I wanted. Okay, what is something that you were too committed to in hindsight that you ah, realized... Ah, bodybuilding, 100%. Okay, Bodybuilding, right. almost killed me. Okay, so the second part of the question is, how can the listeners avoid committing to something that they might regret? Like, how do you know... How, how can you know that you're committed to something that isn't, isn't freaking worth it? You gotta... You, okay, if best case scenario, what am I willing to trade in for the result? Exactly. I've told this story. I thought I was gonna die in Florida. Straight up. I told Alan, I don't know... I literally was in the bathroom and I thought I might die. Right. And that was fine. Not fine, but like it was what it was. I said to myself, if this is how I go, this is how I go. I am committed to doing whatever it takes. 
whatever it takes. So for the this difference here is the right that was for the podcast. Right, you're committed to the podcast yeah. versus bodybuilding when you were going through all that depression yeah, was, and suicidal it, thoughts. It, like it that wasn't, wasn't worth it. No, it wasn't the same. Like, I mean, for a trophy. I I would argue that the difference, and maybe this is correct me if I'm wrong, but I think one of them is for others. Oh, for sure. For your purpose and your passion. The other one is for you. Yeah, for sure. So so if you're out there right now and you're wholeheartedly committed to something that only you care about and it's and, and it's just for you and it's not connected to a deeper why for others, I would argue that you might regret that. Yeah, and I think you have to figure out, like, what am I actually willing to trade for this? Right. What's the price that I'm willing to pay? Yeah, I was committed to the point where I brought my meals to weddings, and I didn't, I, I, I prepped through the 4th of July, my birthday, my girlfriend's birthday at the time, two weddings, and I brought chicken and rice to every single one of those events. Mm. Looking back, I was overly committed. Now, I did well, and I learned a lot, sure. But if I could take that level of commitment and to put it into something that mattered, like this podcast, right. or, you know, that's, that's what makes the, the biggest differences in this world. What's a question that we could challenge the listeners to ask themselves? And this is just off the cuff. To, to question whether or not they're committed to something that is, that is too big a price to pay, that they might regret. Like, like, what could you have asked yourself back during that wedding when you were doing, uh, you know, a bodybuilding meal and you were depressed? Like, what are you willing to trade for this? And then you, what would the answer have been? I don't know. Because the thing is, at the time, I thought I was willing to trade a lot. Right. Because I was. Or, I mean, look, looking back on it, say that. Like, if... I know in the moment it seems like all of this is worth it, but take yourself out of the frame, put yourself a couple years ahead, and in the grand scheme of things, does this even matter? Right. Like, are you putting yourself through all this hell, this pain, for nothing? I just had a, a little breakthrough. Is this level of commitment my life's work, or is this just some bodybuilding show? Right, like, let's say your dream, like Justin, was to be the greatest bodybuilder to ever live. Yeah. Then I would argue maybe the commitment's worth it. I agree. Yeah. Right. Is this my life's work? Is this my life partner? Like, is this? I think if you're gonna do something, do it well. I'm with that because I think that's what's gonna. That standard is really important. But Jim Rohn talks a lot about this. He said, "I remember early in those early days, I was committed to like trying to help people that didn't want to be helped." I'll, and he used to say, and it's kind of funny, he says, my first business, I had a team, and I was like, I'll, I'll help my team succeed or I'll die trying. And then he's like, well, I almost died. Yeah. You know, and in hindsight, he wouldn't have invested that much time and energy into them when they didn't even want to help themselves and where he took a lot of that away from his family and his kids. And it's like, if I could go back, I wouldn't pay that price. So I think one of the keys to commitment is, am I committed to this thing that I really, really want. If not, why not? And more importantly, am I committed to the things that, that, I'm, that I'm most passionate about? Am I committed to something that, basically my essentials, you know, am I committed to my dreams? And the dream can shift, but like maybe you're committed to something that, that really doesn't matter that much. Um, dude, I, I think a lot of people are. Right. I think a lot of people are committed to things that don't necessarily make them better. Or, you know, like, if you're, if you, one of your commitments is you meet every Wednesday with your friends and go get beers, what could you do with that commitment? Right, right. You That's know? It. 
Right. And again, nothing against that. If that's your thing, if that's your R and R, be your conscious R&R. about it. Right. Understand what you're. If giving. you can commit to that, you can commit to anything. Anything. That's, that's right. why people will say like, "Well, I couldn't lose weight." No, you didn't commit to losing weight. Yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah. If you told all your friends and your family, hold me accountable when I reach for that cupcake, say, "Hey, Jan, remember why you started this in the first place." Right. That's commitment. It, there's everybody wants stuff. Are you willing to broadcast what you want? to your family, to your friends, to your social media following. Like, that is what commitment is. The most successful podcast of all time. That's commitment. Right. And the greatest indicator of commitment, I think, is what do you do when it's really hard? Yeah. There's that Martin Luther King speech where he says, if you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. I was in the car. I was telling this story to Kevin um, yesterday, and I was really, really having a hard time. And I was like, really felt like an empty cup. And I was headed to the gym, and a lot has been changing. And I was like, I'm fucking crawling right now. But I'll do anything to yeah. achieve my dreams. Yeah. Um, and I'll do whatever it takes to achieve my dreams. And, and I just, when it gets really hard, and it's really easy to talk about this, but when it gets really hard, how committed are you to following through, even if you have to crawl to do it? And maybe you're crawling for something that won't be worth it. Just really question that. And and that's what I challenge the listeners to do, is really to get clear on what are you committed to. Quickest story. It's got to, we got to go. I know. No, yeah. no, we, we're, the camera's going to shut off in like a minute. Oh, is it? Yeah, we, gotta, okay. we literally got to go. I'll never forget when I had a conversation with two of my friends, and I talked to them about the NBA. They're super, super, super passionate about the NBA. And I remember thinking to myself, if you were as passionate about your own future as you are these players, and knowing every number and every stat, your life would be completely different. Figure out where your commitment is and put it in the right place. Strong work. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was small talks, but this is a big talks episode on commitment. <laughs> Up next, we're going to do a Scratching the Surface episode, Growing Pains Part 3. Alan and I are dealing with a lot of growing pains right now, uh, so we thought it would be appropriate for us to sit down and chat about those. We hope you enjoyed this. We hope you will enjoy that, and we will talk to you then. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five-star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye. Bye.